Hello, listeners, and welcome to <laughs> episode. I have no idea. Here. <laughs> uh, of the way we're driving. I don't even know. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know how people keep track of these things. I mean, I'm sure they have like definite systems. But anyways, hi. We don't. Welcome to the Superstitions <laughs> episode of yeah. The Wayward Dragons. And we are not talking about the uh, Stevie Wonder song, Superstition. I think, isn't that Stevie Wonder? I, mm, I think so. That sounds familiar. I, I want to say so. Yeah, superstition, Stevie Wonder. Okay, yeah, I'm not crazy. Like, um, I'm pretty positive. Yeah, so I am Johnny. I think, and I'm. <laughs> you think? Never know. <laughs> Might be somebody else today. Um, yeah, no, it it wouldn't always be a bad thing. I mean, I, I think it'd be bored being too many other people, but or too chaotic to be too many other people. But that's you true. know, uh, so. We're going to be talking about superstitions from around the world. world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kelsey's got it's a nice little movie. book. I yeah, do. You've got a nice little book, and then I'm going to throw in some stuff from the Appalachian because, you know, obviously the Appalachian is a place teeming with superstition and with all sorts of folklore and stuff like that. And, since that's part of my people's, uh, I'm going to be talking about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pass the floor over to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so the majority of this information is going to come from a book called Superstitions, a handbook of folklore myths and legends from around the world by D.R. McElroy. I want to say I got this off Amazon. It's a beautiful blue hardback. Um, but before we begin, we're going to get into some, um, we're going to define some terms. So superstition is a widely held, but unsubstantiated belief in a supernatural causation of outcomes related to particularly odd, particular odd rituals. So for example, when you spill salt but quickly throw a pinch of it over your left shoulder as it's believed it's bad luck if you don't when you spill salt. That's a superstition. Um, a myth is a traditional story used to explain the history of a people or a natural phenomenon such as storms or earthquakes, which typically involves supernatural beings and events. Just think of ancient Greece, all the... The stories they have of just all the myths. That's that's all you need to think about. Um, so a legend is a particular or a popular or traditional story usually associated with a particular person or place. Sometimes believed to be part of a true history of a people, but without substantiated evidence as such. Um, think of the tales of King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table. Um, there's little proof that someone by the name of Arthur existed, um, but they can't really 
prove that he had knights that lived around around or that sat around a round table type thing. Folklore uh, is traditional customs, beliefs, and stories of a particular community which are passed down from generation to generation through um, oral discourse. So think of like the story of like Paul Bunyan here in the U.S. That's considered um, folklore. Um, Fable is a short story frequently featuring animal characters that is used to teach a moral lesson. Preamble. Preamble? Yeah. Parable? Yeah. Parable. Preamble. Something else. Um, Similar to a fable, except the parables use human characters instead of animals or inanimate objects to teach the lesson. The Bible is the example they give. Um, Yeah, because it's full of parables. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, um, urban legend or urban myth um, is unique in that they are entertaining stories passed off as factual. The internet has caused such stories to gain widespread believers. Um, just think of creepy pasta. The example they give is Slenderman. Um, I will say the the imagery the imagery in this is absolutely beautiful so the first place we're going to talk about is africa let me get to the part superstitions okay okay so in africa these are superstitions it doesn't tell me where exactly in africa these are superstitions um if you stumble or otherwise trip over a stone or stub or stump with your left leg you must turn back from your journey and head home. Not doing so invites the worst luck, including potential loss of the limb or even death on the journey. Um, <laughs> if you hit a man with a broom, he will come. He will become incompetent unless he takes the broom from you and hits you seven times with it in return. Um, okay. Don't kill a gecko. The common wall gecko is believed to devour evil spirits that try to enter the home. Um, They also obviously eat many types of gross insects. So by killing one of these creatures, you can cause your house to collapse. I didn't know they licked their eyeballs. That's gross. Um, Hey, you didn't know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know they didn't have eyelids. Um, Okay. Um, black cats are evil. Again, the prohibition against these felines is spread across the globe. They are usually believed to be associated with witches and evil spirits or demons. Don't drink the water from a coconut or you will immediately become a moron. If you spit on the floor and someone steps in it, you will get a sore throat. <laughs> if you um, If you bend over... And look through your legs while standing, you might see witches. Um, Pregnant women cannot walk about in daylight because the evil spirit of daytime might enter their fetus. We've already heard that walking in darkness is unlucky. Um, So apparently pregnant women have to stay inside all the time. If you put your eyelashes in your parents' shoes, they will forget whatever offense you have committed. Ew. If someone bites you, rub chicken dung 
on the bite mark and the biter's teeth will rot. That's a little gross. Yeah, I don't really... Uh, I don't know what to say to that one. I know. Um, like, do people just go around randomly biting people? I guess. Um, don't eat food that fell on the floor. Satan has already eaten it. Um, and if a bird poops on your head, money's on your way. I've heard that more than once. That, like, a bird pooping on your head is good luck. Right. Oh, so I got pooped on on the way to the job interview once. And, uh, did not get the job. But also, okay. like, it was, in my opinion, good luck that I didn't get the job because after looking into the company a bit more afterwards, they're like, yeah, we'll call you back. And then never called me back. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was an MLM. And, uh, yeah, so I think I got money by not taking the job. <laughs> Probably. So the next part of the book is, like, the Middle East. And it goes into just, like, gods and goddesses. It doesn't really go into myths. Or, like, um, superstitions. Okay. Hindu superstitions. Okay. Hanging a lemon strung with exactly seven hot chilies is believed to deter evil spirits. Um, like their god of misfortune. Okay, something to do with, like, the citrus. It goes into, like, how, like, the vitamins and stuff go through the string that you tie with the citrus and the chilies on and how it's, absorbed, like, pushed back out into the air. Um, taking a bath after, after tending a funeral, this makes good sense. Decomposing bodies release a number of toxins and bacteria in the air, which can contaminate mourners. So you need to take a shower, need to bathe after a funeral. I am throwing coins into fountains and holy bodies of water. Historically, many coins contain significant amounts of copper, um, metallic element with high chemical reactivity. The copper acted as a chemical treatment in water supplies, making them safer for people to consume by killing bacteria and providing necessary um, element of health, throwing coins into wells. And fountains is a tradition that's become associated with luck all over the world. Avoid cutting or trimming your hair or nails on a Saturday. It is believed that doing so will anger the planet Saturn and bring bad luck. And it goes into how black cats are also bad luck. Because of the because black is the color of Saturn. Um, avoid the number eight. Again, Saturn rules the number eight, and anything associated with Saturn appears to be unlucky. So, I Okay. Um, keeping onions and knives under your bed to prevent bad dreams. This is apparently a common thing to do with babies. Um, shaking your legs will drive away your wealth. Make, maybe because you'll jingle your change out of the hole in your pocket? Question mark. Don't sweep the floor in the evening or you will sweep some form of goddess right out of the house it is said that this goddess likes to visit homes in the evening and sweeping her out of the house will prevent her from returning to the home crow dung is lucky apparently crows are sacred in hinduism and spotting crow crap is believed to mean that money's coming your way add one ruby for good luck when gifting money be sure the amount ends in a one. 
Odd numbers are said to be better than even numbers. Well, I would not last in Hinduism. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I wouldn't really last. Um, flat feet are unlucky. <laughs> I have flat feet. Um, Indian mother-in-laws may check to see if the bride-to-be has flat feet because it is believed that a woman with flat feet will become a widow. So that's a little weird. Um, coal protects against the evil eye. So that's a little like spot thing. Uh, to prevent cardiovascular disease, make sure that the head of your bed does not face north. This has to do with Earth's magnetic fields. Um, okay, that's a little weird. Plastering the floor with cow dung is lucky? Oh, well, that's because the cow is sacred. Alright, we are now into the Americas. Canada. Oh, the ghost train. That's kind of cool. Mythical monsters. We can talk about some monsters. Okay, Inuit taboos. We can, we got some of those. Um, weapons used for hunting land animals should be purified by smoke from a seaweed fire before being used to hunt sea animals. Clothing from caribou cannot hide. Clothing from caribou hide cannot be sewn while seals are being hunted, and vice versa. Sea animals and land animals cannot be eaten on the same day. Okay. Sick people and women who are about to give birth have to be separated from other people. The women stay in a separate house for a month, avoiding certain forbidden foods and not leaving the house to go visiting. Oh, oh. After birth, the child's umbilical cord is either bitten off or cut off with a sharp muscle shell and then saved as a powerful amulet for the child. Many ambulance amulets are worn to avert evil and ensure good luck. Owl claws are made for strong hands. Caribou ears give acute hearing. Willow, willow branches ensure growth. Tattoos were given to women to protect them from evil spirits and ensure that they had a happy afterlife. Children are often named after a dead relative or several dead relatives in the hope that the stronger spirit of the deceased adult will protect, will protect the weak spirit of the child until it grows up. The dead are wrapped in skins and laid upon the tundra or the hills inside a ring of stone. The family of the deceased must bathe themselves and clean the house after the burial. American, so it goes like American mythical monsters, Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. American superstitions. Here we go. Um, knock on wood is said to avert bad luck that results from either talking about a subject that is taboo or for, or from accidentally committing an unlucky act, such as spilling the salt shaker. Do you know where that comes from? It says the belief arises from pagan mythology that benevolent spirits live in trees. Yep. Um, see a penny, pick it up, and all the day you have good luck. This quirky superstition is amusing because of the rhyme it's supposed to be chanted along with the act of picking up the penny. That's, I did not know about pick that, you know, 
say it while you pick up the penny. Essentially, yep. this amounts to an invocation spoken to drive away demons that might be thinking about doing you harm. And but it you're, also supposed works to, you're only supposed to pick it up, at least, because that's, uh, like, that's one of the Appalachian superstition things. You're only supposed to pick it up if it's uh, heads up. Yeah, if you if it's tails, you gotta leave it. Yeah. Yep. Well, if it's t- if it's tails, you flip it two heads and then leave it for somebody else. That I did not know. That's that's um, what we were always taught. It's like I said, we've we've got some weird, yeah, weird stuff. Um, bad news or death comes in threes. This mm-hmm. I believe in this one. This one that happens all the time. Um, is a curious superstition which seems to be most relevant when referring to the deaths of celebrities or other people of note rather than the general public. Um, threes are generally considered comic- cosmically balanced. So the superstition may be connected to the fates because there are three fate sisters. Um, beginner's luck is meant to be humbling when it's um, implicating... When it's implication that the successful player in either games of chance or risks in life owe their achievement to some mythical mystical force force which cannot be counted on to help his or her succeed again. Wishing on a falling star is almost magical. The belief that the death of a ancestral body is somehow fortuitous or the earth found is almost simple it's likely it likely would have been frowned upon as pagan by the church oh my husband um crossing your fingers for love comes from the belief in the power of the holy cross so crossing your fingers connotes a blessing of sorts on the forthcoming endeavor curiously many children also believe that crossing your fingers especially when hidden from view, somehow negates any promise you make while those fingers are crossed. Uh, lucky for the clovers is an Irish superstition which stems from their belief that the shamrock, with its three leaves, represents the Holy Trinity. The shamrock leaves obviously stand for faith, love, and hope. The fourth leaf, however, stands for luck and the rarity of the fourth leaf gives the tradition magical status. The number 13 is bad, seven is good, triple six is deadly. Um, I've never understood that. Why? Why, which one? 13. Why 13 is such a bad number. So the belief on that goes back to uh, the Knights Templar and the uh french king was tired of like their power and had issues with them and basically declared war on them there it was a leader of the knights temp or one of the leaders of the knights templar i forget his name uh but was put to death on friday the 13th and yeah. the legend goes that he cursed and marked the day of his death as a day of bad luck uh according to legend because there's a lot of stuff that circles around the Knights Templar and uh, so the whole thing is that if it's Friday the 13th you're being cursed with bad luck because of that huh because 
they go into the amount of apostles at the Last Supper. That is another theory. There were 12 apostles at the Last Supper, unless you count Judah, who betrayed Christ in the end. And because he's the one that portrays, and he's the 13th, that's why the number 13 is bad luck. Did he, though? Did he, though? Because see, here's the thing. This is the thing with free will. Here's the thing. (laughs) Allegedly, allegedly, according to the Christian mythos, Jesus was sent to die for everyone's sins. Yeah. He did not have a choice. Correct. So regardless of the fact, events were going to play out. Yeah. So Judas did not really have a choice but to do that or else the events would not have played out the way they did according to the mythos so if he would not have taken the silver and made out with jesus (laughs) uh look i'm just saying just saying he literally said the one that i kiss will be Jesus and you know instead of saying you know I'm just gonna like point to the guy and be like yo what up Jesus or something like that um you know and you know it's just gonna be like you know I'm totally gonna just like go up and make out with the guy and you're gonna know that's the one you gotta kill like cool yeah. uh you you can say that you got the hots for him you know you don't have to just go up and make out with him but that's <laughs> Just say it. Jesus had some really freaky shit going on. He he surrounded himself with a bunch of young men. Yes. Yes. Yeah, depending on depending on your view on translation, if you translate it the way that a lot of the Western world believe it's translated, uh, Jesus washed feet. Which yeah. means he's got some foot fetish. Or if you look at it in the idea that's uh, because of the in the Greek, there's pedo and peta, pedo meaning penis and peta meaning foot, and mistranslation uh, because there are certain parts of the Bible that it's supposed to be penis instead of foot or feet, um, is that he you know washed all their penises. I really don't know what to say to that. <laughs> uh, because it's, so you know either. Jesus gave them all hand jobs or was rubbing on their feet. Uh, I mean, there's parts in the Bible that's, there's a part in the Bible that says a man need only to wash his feet to be clean. That's not talking about his feet. Um, there's a part where uh, King David tells a man who King David already impregnated the man's wife because, you know, that's the, the, one of the role models we want to live by. Uh, he already impregnated the man's wife, and so he brought the man in and said, you've been a great soldier. Go home, wash your feet, lay with your wife, and then sends the guy out to uh, die on the front lines so he can yeah. be the valiant hero and take the guy's wife, pregnant wife in who, you know, it's obviously his kid because he just laid with his wife. Um, so yeah. he, he said, go, go home, wash your junk off, fuck your wife. There's parts of the Bible when they say feet, it means penis. So, I forgot where, oh yeah, Judas. <laughs> where did I get to this? Uh, just saying. Just saying. Jesus yeah. was into some pretty kinky he stuff. He was. He was. Alright, next one. <laughs> this is really long. 
But the number seven is lucky. We're not going into that because that's like a good paragraph that I am not reading. Yeah, well, it's you know, God's number is 777 because the devil's number is 666, even though it's not. Yeah. It was Nero's number. I just, it's a good paragraph. I'm just like, okay, we're not reading that. Um, Mexican and Central America superstitions. Putting a hat on the bed brings bad luck. And I see this a lot. Um, cleansing with an egg can advert the evil eye, especially against children. So a raw egg is rolled over the victim's body to absorb the bad energy um, of, from the evil eye. The same egg is then cracked into a bowl of water and placed under the victim's bed overnight. If the egg curdles, uh, the person has been cured of the evil eye. It's a very big thing on like witch talk is doing an egg cleansing and learning how to read it. Um, putting your purse on the floor will cause you to be poor. If someone sweeps your feet and you're single, you will never marry. Standing a broom upside down behind your door will cause unwanted guests to leave. Um, decorating your house with seashells is bad luck. Keeping a glass, a full glass of water on the top of the fridge or behind a door to absorb negative energy from the home. Don't iron your clothes and then go wash your hands. If you do, you'll get arthritis. Okay. Um, stepping outside in a sudden cold snap will make you go blind. Likewise, if you go outside after eating too much, your face will become paralyzed. Um... Eat some chocolate if a scorpion stings you. These are, these are weird. These are weird. Um, if you drop a tortilla on the floor, company is coming. If you sleep with a dog or cat, you will become infertile. Oh, well. Apparently, I'm not having any children. Um, don't hand someone a salt shaker. It's bad luck. Set the shaker down in front of them and let them pick it up themselves. <laughs> if you stare at a dog while it poops you'll get a pimple in your eye um don't point at a rainbow or you'll get a pimple on your nose if you see something ugly while you're pregnant your baby will turn out ugly too <laughs> um don't take a bath while pregnant or the dirty water will reach your baby babies don't listen to music while in the uterus Babies who don't listen to music while in the uterus will be will come out deaf. If you smile at a baby, be sure to touch it or you will make the baby sick. Don't cut your child's fingernails before their first birthday or they will have poor vision. Eat 12 grapes at midnight on New Year's Eve, one for every stroke of 12 o'clock. Make a wish for each grape you eat. Um... Pack a suitcase and walk around the block on New Year's Eve to ensure safe travels and good luck. Throw huh? a bucket of water. Huh? That's that yeah, the first are... ones I've heard that I've never heard of. That's that's a weird one. Yeah. Um, throw a bucket of water out of a window on New Year's Eve will help wash away the past year and let you start clean in the new year. Um telling someone about your nightmares will keep them from coming true. Um, when dogs howl, death is near. Uh, South American superstitions. Dreaming about your teeth falling out means there will be death in the family. 
Don't put your purse or wallet on the floor unless lest you lose all your money. In addition to black cats being unlucky, sleeping with a cat or dog will make you infertile. We have that one again. Anyone who stares too long at a newborn can cast the evil eye upon it. Giving the babel a special blanket, bracelet, or necklace will prevent this. The same sweeping a single woman's feet with a broom will prevent her from being married. Don't scratch that itchy palm. Stick it in your pocket because money is on your way. I've I've heard that when your left when the palm of your left hand itches, it means something, and then the right means something else. Um, so I believe right hand means money coming in, and left hand means money going out. That's what I thought too. Um, if you cut your baby's hair before it learns to walk, it will delay the child's first steps. Cut it before they learn to talk, and they never will. Well, that's oh. all you gotta do. I know plenty of people who should have like cut their baby's hair. Super oh early. yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard this. Um, ringing in the ears means someone's talking about you to negate any uh-huh. malice they spread by your tongue. What? Glue a piece of bread to the ceiling or above a door to ward off evil spirits. That is a new one. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Wearing red panties on New Year's Eve will help you find your soulmate and bring good luck. Banging loud pots and pans together also brings good luck. Eating a mango with milk will kill you. Don't go barefoot. Huh? Huh? Eating a mango with milk will kill you? Yeah, that's what it says. Okay. Uh, Don't go barefoot in the house or you'll catch a cold. Um, if the first butterfly you see in the spring is white, you'll have luck all year. All right. Eastern European superstitions. <laughs> Salty food means the cook has fallen in love, so don't complain about it. Don't wear clothes inside out. Doing so raises the risk of you getting beaten up. If you do so accidentally, then immediately fix them to right side out again you can escape a thrashing if someone asks to whack you on the back flowers must only be gifted in not odd numbers so your bouquet should have 13 flowers instead of 12 giving giving even numbered flowers will give will put off the recipient seeing as russians only take even numbers of flowers to cemeteries okay if you're to the halfway point of a journey on a journey do not turn around or go back home or ill luck will befall you if you've forgotten something vital and you must turn around and you must return look in a mirror before leaving the house and resume your journey okay never shake hands over a threshold also never hug or kiss over it there's a house spirit that lives there and your actions in his space might disturb him. Similar to some Chinese gifts, certain giving certain household objects can be problematic, like a knife. Giving a handkerchief can cause tears. Sit between two people with the same name to get lucky. Huh? That's what it says. 
sit between two people, it's a Russian thing. Popular uh, names are very common in Russia. So if there's two Ivans or two Natashas at a party, sit between them and make a wish and it will come true. Of course, don't tell anyone what you wish for. Don't, don't lick a knife. Doing so will turn you into an evil person, likely a liar, since we know that liars have split tongues. Never leave empty bottles on the table, whether your party's tab is determined by the number of empties or you're following the tradition of finishing every bottle that is opened, empties should be put on the floor beneath the table. All members of a traveling party must sit down together briefly before moving on. This ensures that everyone has a safe trip. Okay, this not the knock on wood thing. Knock on wood is big in Russia. They don't say it out loud. They mime splitting over. Oh, they mime spitting over their left shoulder three times, symbolically spitting in the devil's eye. If there's no wood around, they knock on their own heads. If you accidentally, huh? huh? I said, huh? Yeah. If you accidentally step on someone's foot, except. Expect your own to get stepped on as well. It is believed that returning the same offense to the offender prevents any future fights between you. Well, now. Don't walk on opposite sides of a pole if you wish a friend or loved one. If you're with a loved one or friend, doing so means that the relationship will end. <clears throat> Hiccups means someone's thinking about you. Whistling indoors is bad luck and can, can lead you to losing all your money. <clears throat> single people should never sit at the corner of a table or they will never get married. Children are exempt from this. Oh, and never sit directly on the cold ground because it will make you infertile. Never wish someone a happy birthday before the actual date, lest misfortune fall upon them. And likewise, don't celebrate your birthday before the date. I just don't celebrate my birthday. Problem solved. I don't know. I'm not a big, not a big fan. It's like, it's another year. Why do we have to? Well, it's like, congrats. You made it another time around the sun. Like, yeah. Like, woo. there's no massive diseases or anything going on. Yeah. I'm alive. I haven't killed anybody and I'm not in prison. So. Woo. Yet. Yeah. Those kids at my other job, my job now, main job. Who Lord. It's like, what other job? You only have one I know. job. I'm so used to saying my other job and now it's my only job. Um, Western European superstition. So this one, the Friday the 13th is the Templar legend. So that's a good paragraph about that. Say bless you when someone sneezes. This relatively dense. The relatively just populations of Western Europe allowed for the scrooge of plagues to spread fairly easily. The scourge of plagues? Scrooge. S-C-R-U-E-G. Scourge. Scourge. Um, the custom of saying bless you anyone who sneezes is a desperate attempt to invoke the almighty to stop the spread of the disease. Crossing your fingers for luck allegedly 
the bowmen would cross their fingers as they pulled back the bowstrings, making the secret sign of the cross as they believed to help bring God's focus to their aim. This became, this is, became popular during the Hundred Years' War with France. Hurting or killing a cat is bad luck. Damn right. I'll make it um, bad luck for them. <laughs> While many cultures around the world believe that black cats are unlucky, this prohibition against harming all cats comes from Germany. The famous Black Forest of Bavaria is home to many witches and assorted unsavory monsters in German folklore. As witches are known to keep cats as familiars, it would not do you good to make the witch angry by hurting her pet. Also, killing spiders is considered bad luck for the same reason. This is my... So, anybody who knows me knows that I hate spiders. Hate them. My rule always is, as long as you do not come down to my level, you can stay up where you're at, and as long as I don't see you, you can, you can, we can coexist. The moment you come down to my level, and you start causing me problems, I can see you, you're gone. I can't, I can't handle that. You, like, literally can't even? I can't. I got out of the shower the other day and there was one sitting on the toilet. <sighs> Watching you like a creep? No. It was just sitting there, staring at the wall. Um, seeing an old woman first thing in the morning is bad luck. Seeing a young woman is good luck. Okay. Where's the line at old and where's the line at, at young? That's my question well, with that one. Y- young is below middle-aged and Old is above middle-aged? Define middle-aged. There's actually a definition that, hold on. Like, that's my... That's my question. Um, The Germans have a number of abnormations concerning old women, many of which have the reverse effect if the young woman is involved. Again, witches. Ah, here's that itchy palm thing I just, we were just talking Uh, about. So, so middle age is approximately, oh, this gives a wide range. See? 40 to 60 apparently is middle age. Some places say 65. Anything above 60 is considered old age. What? Okay. So you're still considered a young woman. I don't feel like a young woman. Freaking sound like a freaking box of Rice Krispies when I wake up. Um, an itchy palm means money will come to you. This superstition actually spread from African slaves. A Nigerian belief says an itchy right palm means you will receive money, while an itchy left palm, you will lose money. And we were just talking about that. Um, don't, so it's, always, don't, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, so several of the things you've mentioned from different parts of the world, which makes sense because of the culture, uh, but yeah. are are like Appalachian beliefs. But Appalachian culture yeah. was mixed between, you know, Scottish, Cold Irish, German, uh, freed slaves, and Native American. Yeah. So yeah. any like folklore, folk beliefs from those practices 
were kind of all amalgamated into Appalachian culture. Yeah. Well, like, don't so walk under an open ladder. I've heard that one more than once. Well, like, you know, don't sweep someone's feet or else they'll never get married. Um, yeah. Leaving a building through the same entrance you came into. Yes. I've heard that one. Breaking a mirror is seven years bad luck. If um, a black cat crosses your path, put draw three X's in the air in front of you. Yeah. Um, a horseshoe was good luck. The corpse of a murdered person will bleed if it's touched by the person who killed it. To prevent goblins from substituting changelings for your child, lay a pair of man's pants over the cradle. Swimming in freezing cold water on the first day of the new year brings good health for the entire year. Uh-huh. <laughs> if a virgin wa wants to know whether she'll marry in the coming year, she should knock on a chicken coop at midnight on Christmas Eve. If the rooster squawks, she will marry. If a hen squawks, she won't. German. Yeah, that makes sense. So we got Australian and the islands here. I don't think we got mythical monsters. Okay. Last part. Australian and Oceanic superstitions. Killing a willy wagtail bird makes the bird spirit angry. It can cause outbreaks of violence that kill people. Australia. Don't put a shoe on the dining table. If you do, someone close to you will die. I Okay. Don't whistle in graveyards. A ghost might follow you home. I've also heard don't breathe when you like pass a graveyard. Pass the graveyard. Yeah. Because then the spirit can enter you in. Enter your body. Don't cut your finger or toenails at night. You'll summon demons. Malaysia. You get That's lost all I have to do to summon demons? Yep. I've been trying. Just cut your toenails at night. Um, <laughs> I like this one. Um, if you get lost at night, take off your shirt, turn it inside out, and then put it back on and you'll find your way home. That's a Philippines thing. Hmm. Don't go to bed with wet hair or you will go blind. My grandma always told me don't go outside with wet hair or you'll catch a cold. I've heard that as well. Um, so... Huh? So there are a lot of strange and interesting uh, <laughs> beliefs and superstitions. <laughs> I mean, I we all have our superstitions, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, during this during a storm, cover the mirrors with black cloths so that lightning can't enter the house. When you're drinking spirits, pour one out for the spirits. In other words, pour a little out for your homies. Yeah. When a child loses a tooth, they must throw it up on the roof so that the new truth will grow in straight. Okay. All right.
That's definitely one I've never heard. Yeah. Yeah. We only did the superstitions part of each chapter. Each chapter kind of goes into gods and goddesses of each continent um, and monsters, mythical monsters. It's very interesting. Um, but it is now time for our tarot cards, unless you want to talk about more Appalachian superstitions. That no, I, I mean, <laughs> some of these will just be repeated, and I've kind of thrown some of them in here and there. I think we're good uh, to get into our readings and stuff. It's a very interesting... Interesting. You want me to go first? So, I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> I can go first. So okay. I pulled um, one of the major cards. Uh, eight strength. And I just think it's funny. It's the guy with the hatchet in his head from the movie. I just think that's funny. <laughs> um, so keywords, bravery, compassion, focus, and inner strength. Strength shows its power not by intimidation or by force, but by rather radiating self-confidence and assurance. Neither the lion nor the woman is in combat, but rather in implicitly trusting each other. This union gives the pair both compassion and bravery and inner strength to do what is right. Cards lessen um, my compassion to myself sets the foundation for my compassion to others. Um, major 22 cards collecting them is the fool's journey represents major. Huh. Oh. So yeah, that's what I got. All right, well, I, I know a lot of people don't do the reverse meaning of the cards, but I do. Uh, so I got the reverse Seven of Cups. The reverse Seven of Cups often appears when you are facing several difficult choices, and instead of choosing the option that may appeal to others, you are relying on your inner wisdom and guidance to show you the best way. You may come up with your own criteria to help you make decisions in alignment with your inner being. If you find yourself with multiple opportunities or ideas, ground yourself first and reflect on what you uh, want for the long term. All these shiny new objects in front of you have a certain magic power over you right now. And you're at risk with losing focus if you chase after pipe dreams. Take a step back and assess the options against your priorities to work out which opportunity will be a real benefit to you. Uh, as the card of choices and options, the reverse seven of cups can mean you are overwhelmed by choices and cannot move forward. Reduce your options and focus on what is important to you. You don't have to keep searching for that big idea. 
you have what you need, make your pick and move forward with it. So I think the hmm. two... kind of represents, in my opinion, you know, looking at your strengths, looking at what's before you, uh, and putting faith in yourself and in your choices, and focus on what your strengths are when evaluating your choices ahead of you. I would add, also have compassion for yourself while you make very difficult decisions. Yeah. You're going to be making some difficult decisions and it's okay to think of yourself and not others. It's okay to maybe be a little bit selfish as you take choices, as you consider choices. Yeah. I mean, just cause it doesn't, just cause it, you know, makes other people unhappy. It's, you don't be a people pleaser, you know, make the decision that works best for you. Yeah, you can't please everyone. And that's, like, that's the thing with with planning this wedding. I know I can't please everybody. I know I can't. It's It's hard to learn. But it's like, you know what? Like, we were, we had a family function yesterday with his family and uh his dad made the comment of well why isn't there just steak and potatoes for dinner well one we have some vegetarians actually in the group um and two i'm not gonna be eating all day or not gonna be eating a lot and chuck i want to carb out at the end of the night i want to have i'm sorry so that I'm sorry, way... but your choice for food is the best freaking choice for food at any kind of event. <laughs> I mean, who could say no to a pasta bar? And if you could say no to a pasta bar, one, is it a dietary thing? Because, you know, you have like celiacs or something like that. Yeah. Or two, are you just freaking alone? Because the only way that would make sense is if you have actual dietary requirements. Because only crazy people don't like pasta and i i don't i've known people with like actual gluten intolerance not just like oh i'm gluten sensitive because you're jumping on the next fad but uh people with actual legit gluten intolerance that yeah they'll still eat pasta they don't care like it's yeah it's like us lactose intolerant people (laughs) yeah i know i know but like it like we're having a biscuit bar that's the appetizer so there's a whole bunch of biscuits, a whole bunch of flavored butters, honeys, cornbread, like all these different types of things. And then you, it's like piata. You build your own. So you get to pick a pasta, you get to pick like Alfredo, marinara, pesto. Because we upgraded to the Supreme. And then you can pick like meat and veggies. So, and because we did the upgrade, you can do like steak and shrimp. And a couple other things that you get to pick, like what you put in your bowl. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is, it was this or Mongolian barbecue, and Mongolian barbecue gives my husband and I horrible heartburn. So, Chuck, I picked a pasta bar because guess what? It's my wedding, and like my yeah, stepmom's exactly. mad because the the alcohol package that we picked 
doesn't include her wine. Sorry, but this is the wine that they have, and I can't control which wine they carry, so just pick from the options that they have. I can't or control you know, it. You're lucky I'm even paying. Huh? Oh, so or you now drink something besides wine. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Drink things other than wine. Who? Angry, angry person comes out. Um, but it's like I'm paying. I'm paying for you to drink. Yeah. So shut the fuck up and be just fucking grateful. So it's it's stuff like that that I'm learning with my wedding. Not everyone thinks that like fairy <laughs> cottage core theme is cool. Well, you know what? I don't really care. So that makes me happy to look like a fairy I'm queen. Super, I'm honestly surprised you're not doing more of a Lord of the Rings thing, but that would probably just get too pricey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. It would. I, uh, but I think that's all we got for this episode. Yeah, I think that wraps us up pretty nicely. Yes. So please rate, review, subscribe. Please tell a friend. I'm sorry for all those people that listen to us on Stitcher. I'm just as upset as you are because that's the app that I use. Um, I'm and... not upset about, at all because... I use Spotify for my podcasts. <laughs> I've always and I my thing was is I pay, I would I was paying for Stitcher Premium, so all my podcasts didn't have ads. Well, now I got to find something else. And Audible doesn't have like um like you can't create like a playlist, so I'm gonna have to find something else. Um, something. Um. But yeah, so if you have a book recommendation, topic recommendation, you can email us at thewaverdragons at gmail.com. Um, the, for the record, the book episodes are now being named food. So if you just have a random food episode that shows up, that's just because I can only name so many things book reviews. Um, and so I'm just naming them food now. <laughs> so yeah. Until next time. <laughs> I'm John. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.